0: Undercover Carson, secret agent.
1: Operation Death Ray, an assignment in Rio. It was disturbing to consider how close we were to failure and how little lay between the ubiquitous Charco and full information on the death ray secret. He had only to locate scientist number six, the mysterious Cossack, and then he had all. Meanwhile, we knew little about him, though on the railway station at Sao Paulo, Sir Giles Davenport had spoken to him. Charco had threatened a deal with me, but the overnight trip on the luxury train Cruzeiro de Sul was relatively uneventful. And Sir Giles had unfortunately been unable to see him because his eyes were heavily bandaged, due to an unfortunate incident with one of my cherished pipes. Howsoever, on the rear station, I was hailed by a railway inspector. He said that I'd left a pipe, a very ordinary type, in the carriage compartment. I thanked him, thrust it into my pocket with scarcely a glance. Then Angelo and I set about getting Sir Giles to his Copacabana apartment.
0: Ah, home sweet home, eh? Ah, sir, so, sir.
1: So. How are you feeling?
0: Oh, splendid, Carson. Though annoyed. Annoyed? How so? I just hate having these deuced dressings round my head, and I feel such an encumbrance. Ah,
1: oh, they'll be off in a day or two, Sir Giles. And I can't see how encumbrance hasn't handicapped us at all.
0: You are so very reassuring, Carson. But I should have seen that charcoal fellow.
1: Now look at it this way, sir. If I is not bandaged, would he have approached you? Undoubtedly not. Then we've gained something. I don't follow. You like this, sir? We know how he speaks. Oh, oh, yes. European accent, you say? Most decidedly. Cultured and so very sure of himself. Mm. And what is most intriguing, a voice you've heard before.
0: I thought so at first, Carson. But not now? Well, the harder I think about it, the more I seem to question my first impression. Oh, don't worry, sir. It might suddenly come in flash. But where have I heard it before?
1: Well, these things often come with uh, a drink in hand. A drink? I'm not against doctor's orders, I trust. Oh, I should think not. Ah, then you'll join me, says Carson, helping himself to Davenport Cellar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, should certainly think so. But I fear you must do the honours. Ah, Pronto. Uh, water, sir? Yes, same as usual. Sir. Ah, there we are, sir. Thank you, thank you. And same for myself. Ah, well, good health, Carson, and good hunting to all of us. Sir. Ah. Ah, but, uh, but where is that rogue? Angela? Is Carson, I... Excellency, I'm here. Well, <laughs> you're being remarkably silent. Uh, it is because while I am here, in my thoughts I am at the same time far away. Then do let's hear what all this is about. Uh, come right over here. Very well, Excellency. Now, old fellow... This chakra. Yes, yes, the blighter. At the railway station of Sao Paulo, he makes a certain threat which involves Senor Carson. True, true. Matter of fact, he's been bragging that he's going to dispose of opposition in general. Hmm. While he bides his time, waiting on the time and place to meet this Cossack fellow. See, si, but but did he not say that he would deal with Senor Carson at some stage of the railway trip between Sao Paulo and Rio de Janeiro? It's your bravado, apparently. I mm, wonder, Excellency. But Carson's here in one piece. Indeed. But it continues to cause me much bewilderment and fear. No, I mustn't get rattled, don't
1: you, no. That'll be simply playing into this chaco's hand. Exactly. So, we'll let that pass. We've got the planned strategy. The Joves, yes. Hmm. There's been no report from London? Not as yet. Mm, I was hoping that the boys on the Thames embankment might have gleaned something further from
0: Jacob Bruin's notebook. Well, as I've remarked before, we can be sure that they'll be going through it minutely. But um, that rather brings up the question of the late Jacob Bruin's daughter. Who says that? After all, it was Miss Sally who hastened your return to Rio. Hmm... Another of your lady loves, Miss Jensen, is good enough to let you know that Miss Sally is being pestered by your former school chum? Yes, that would be Roger Deauville's form. <laughs> you joke, sir? <laughs> oh, you do forgive me, Carson, but I rather feel that Miss Sally Bruin is bringing out more than the big brother in you.
1: Well, she's alone in the world, sir. fell fellow must do something. Oh, of
0: course, of course.
1: Anyway, I'll get over to the hotel and find out from Sally exactly what's been going on. But won't she be over with my good friend Julius Grant? Hmm, possibly, sir.
0: Yes, and as a matter of fact, it might be idea to have chat with Commander Grant while I'm at it. And while you're at it, I'll get on to the phone and check whether there's a chance of anything coming through from London. Phone, sir? Oh, how are you... Uh... Uh, Angelo will get me the numbers. Oh, indeed, Excellency. So, well, pipes all aboard. Be on way. Before you depart, cousin. Well, what is it, Angelo? Consider the threat of this charcoal.
1: Oh, don't worry. I will. And now, on way. Sally Bruin, the English-reared daughter of Jacob Bruin, one of the scientists on our list, was booked in at my hotel. She wasn't there, so I slipped over to Commander Julius Grant's residence. He was an explorer of note in South America, now mainly occupied by writing about his travels. Sally Bruin was working part-time as a secretary. It gave her something to do, something to take her mind
2: off the death of her father.
1: But she was out on an errand of some sort.
2: Uh, do take a seat, Carson. I don't expect her to be long. Oh, thank you, Commander. <laughs> that is, uh, if she doesn't get well-laid again. <laughs> well-laid? She finds Rio such an intriguing place, with its shops, its flower stalls, its curio cellars. Oh, I see. But uh, she is a gem. Well, she told me she couldn't type too well. Don't you believe it? She's doing splendidly. My notes are in some sort of order for once, and I do hope you're not going to deprive me of her help. <laughs> Why should I? Well, Carson, she's more or less at your mercy, that is, from what I can gather...
1: No doubt she told you how she happened to come to South America.
2: I, uh, gathered it was to see her father. So, sir. So. He died, I believe. That's right. I didn't like to pry, you know, and since Sally was silent on the matter, I left it at that. I see. <laughs> you say that in a very odd way. No, well, no, 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 not meant to be. But to uh, press the point, are you, um, are you going to pack her off back to England? I shall be so terribly disappointed, you know.
1: I assure you, Commander, nothing contemplated for the time being. Sally's got to make a new start in life. And uh, what better place than Rio? Ah,
2: then I'm so glad we had this opportunity for a private chat. But uh, how did your business go in Sao Paulo? Oh, routine. It did rather puzzle me, if I may say so. How ah, so? Well, I hate to appear to be prying, but uh, you're in the meat importing game.
1: Yes, unfortunately.
2: Why, unfortunately. It's big time. Ah, uh, but dull. Oh. <laughs> Howsoever <laughs> the uh, puzzle... Yes, yes, but um, oh, it's nothing really. Only Sao Paulo is essentially a coffee centre.
1: Oh, well, um, we arranged a conference with our agents from Buenos Aires. Thought we'd make Sao Paulo the place for it. And so see something of the country.
2: So that's it. But um, excuse me a moment, Carson.
1: Anything wrong, Commander?
2: There, um, there's uh, somebody at the door. It's probably Sally now. I'll, uh, I'll see.
1: Hmm, is in deuced haste, as Sir Giles would say. curious. Very curious. <laughs> Actually, I found the entire little interlude with Commander Julius Grant, explorer and expatriate Englishman, very curious. He seemed to take some pains to establish the fact that he hadn't inquired into Sally Bruin's background. Pains, in fact, to establish that he wasn't the prying type. Anyway, Sally came in a little flushed with that captivating air of innocence. With Grant's blessing, we went out to a cosy cafe off one of Rio's splendid avenues.
3: Just coffee, thanks, Bruce.
2: For two? Very good, Senor, in a moment.
3: Now,
1: Sally, how are you?
3: Wonderful, Bruce.
1: Enjoying the drudgery? Drudgery? You know, with commander.
3: Oh, but Bruce, it's not drudgery. Oh, the commander's a pet. I do scarcely anything. And to see that it's drudgery... <laughs> hey,
1: you're... now, steady.
3: But you certainly got the wrong impression if oh, you think... Oh, only pulling a leg. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're awful.
1: I couldn't resist. As ever, what have you got to tell me
3: Nothing, really. Oh,
1: come on. Must have been doing something. Well... Night clubbing, perhaps? A little. And uh, who's been the lucky fellow?
3: I I wouldn't say he's been lucky. I'm still so terribly awkward when I try to dance.
1: I must find out for myself. That's if this chappy not booked you up completely.
3: Oh, no, no. Anyone I know? Yes, Bruce. Roger Deauville.
1: Hmm, see.
3: You're annoyed.
1: Annoyed? (laughs) Oh, Nonsense. If you want to go out with him, do so by all means.
3: But really, I'm not madly keen. You're not here. A... No, truly.
1: He's um not making a nuisance of himself, I trust.
3: Well, he is persistent.
1: Hmm.
2: You're a coffee scene.
1: Oh, oh, good. Thanks, old chap.
3: Bruce, you're truly not annoyed at me having been out with him. No,
1: no, no, no. I mean, I don't want him making a nuisance of himself. That's all. However. Oh. Was something wrong?
3: That pipe.
1: Hmm? <laughs> oh, rude of me, dragging out one coffee to drink. But always reach for pipe, you know, and pondering on anything.
3: You're not going to light it?
1: No, no, I promise you. But uh, you're acting as if you've seen a snake or something.
3: Well, I was rather surprised. How so? Well, it, it's such an ordinary pipe for you, I mean.
1: Oh, this is a pipe I use purely and simply to indulge in smoking. Matter of fact, lucky to have it. Would have left it on the train, but for an alert inspector... But uh, you're still all on edge.
3: I've just remembered something.
1: Some mistake you've made in the commander's notes?
3: No, no. It's uh, just something that Roger said.
1: Roger? Well?
3: Well, I was talking to him about your pipes, and he said that he'd bet me anything that you wouldn't part with any single one of them.
1: Yeah, he did, eh? Well, just to prove friend Deauville wrong. Here. Oh, but. Please... Take it. Next time you see him, hit him over the head with it. Meanwhile, I'll be having something to say to my old school chum. I was beginning to dislike Roger Deauville more than ever. But that pipe was anything but the ordinary job I imagined it to be. It seemed that it was to endanger the most innocent person involved in the tawdry web of Operation Death Ray.